0: Yeah, so Psalm 23 verses 2 and 3 says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Um, So when I was first going to be involved in preaching through Psalm 23, I volunteered for the later verses partly because I felt that's what God put on my heart and partly because it's later so you have more time to prepare then and then last Sunday um I went out for a prayer walk and and these verses were really I just felt like God was putting them right in my face and just felt everything that I was dealing with and going through that God was just giving me these verses and I was thinking oh maybe I should have volunteered to do these verses but it's too late I I won't mention anything And then when I got home, um, I got a text from Nige asking me if I would swap to this week and do these verses. So it's obviously a God thing. Um, The thing that, that got me most about all of it is the first bit, the bit that says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. And I think it strikes me so much because he shouldn't have to make us, should he lie down in green pastures? It seems like quite a nice thing to do. But actually, the reality is that, as with the sheep, we don't always know what we need. Um, And so we need help from the shepherd to to guide us in what we need. And it it made me think about babies. So we have two daughters, they're not babies anymore. They're also not listening, so it's fine, I can say what I want about them. Um, But it made me think about when they, was, when they were small, I made a real effort to, to try and put some kind of routine together. I was like, right, okay. So I'm going to make sure that they are napping in the day because then they'll sleep at night and that'll be better for, well, everyone really. Um, but I, I remember what a challenge it was to get them to nap in the day, even though they needed to nap because they were tired they stubbornly didn't want to and so they would try and make a fuss and actually if they would just go to sleep they would have been much happier Um, but it was our job to try and make them lie down to make them sleep because we knew that if they did that when they woke up they would be much more settled and much happier but as with babies. I, in fact, it made me think afterwards, I wonder that I've come that far since being a baby, because actually I'm still a bit like that in terms of resting and settling when I need to. Um, and obviously the scripture says, he, he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside still waters, and it's just such amazing imagery to do with comfort and care and rest. And actually, we're able to rest because God takes care of all of our needs, just as the shepherds take care of the needs of the sheep. And um, preparing for today, I feel like I've learned quite a lot about sheep. I really I didn't really know very much about them before, but actually sheep need four main things in order for them to settle and rest. And you'll see where I'm going. It's not just a lesson on sheep. Don't worry. But they need to be free from fear. So if if sheep are fearful of anything, they won't settle down to rest. Um, And they also need to be uh, free from friction between other um, members of the flock. They need to be free from aggravation and torment. So flies and bugs and all the things that will come and aggravate them. They need to be free from those. And they need to be free from hunger, which kind of goes back to the babies again. But they need to be free from those four things in order for them to settle down. And so that is the shepherd's job, is to make sure that those conditions are met so that they are able to settle and to rest. Um, And how true that is of us. And, And what it just... It's such an amazing picture. I know this psalm so well, but actually preparing for today, I realized I don't know it that well at all. And, um, and actually, to, for us, in order to be free from fear, we might think that then it's God's job to, to take away all those things that might make us fearful. But actually, what, what God does is he removes the fear because of his presence So although there might still be conditions in our life that could in theory make us fearful, actually, he removes our fear because he says, I'm right here. I'm present in this situation. You don't need to fear. You don't need to be afraid because I'm here. Um, And so God does that for us in our life. Um, And I was really struck by the next one. We live in a world of um, constant comparison with those around us friction with others because of um trying self assertion and trying to um be as good as others or be better than others and actually god comes and removes that and says don't look at that don't look at other people don't don't have that friction because you're constantly trying to be better or be as good as other people, actually, instead of standing up for who you are and your rights, come and lie down in quiet contentment of who you are in me, which is huge for so many of us, I think, especially in in today's world. And and it's so countercultural because culture says the exact opposite to that. So he removes that just by by fixing our eyes on who he is. And the the torment, the aggravations, the frustrations of life are a bit like the fear. Actually, they're removed by fixing our eyes on Jesus, by him saying, I'm right here. Yes, some of those things are going to happen. Life is life. Things things are going to come and annoy us and frustrate us and um, distract us, but... The shepherd comes alongside us and says, here I am, fix your eyes on me. And actually, he leads us to a place where um, there is nourishment. So it says he he, uh, makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters. And he actually gives us, through his presence and through his word, the nourishment that we need for life. He doesn't just lead us to any old place. And that's the hunger bit at the end. Sheep won't lie down and settle if they're hungry. And for us, God says, here, let me feed you with my word that you might settle into the truth of life. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he does that, when he leads us to those places, he restores our soul. And um, actually in Hebrew... The the term restores our soul actually means the same as brings to repentance. He brings us to repentance. He restores our soul to the original purity, which is just such an amazing thing that if we rest in his presence and are fed by the word of God, that he will restore our soul to its original purity. What an amazing picture that is of what God does as we rest in him. And it says, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And actually, he he leads us. We need to be led. And again, it made me think of um, Jesus saying, follow me. Come, take up your cross and follow me. Leads us into holy obedience to him. And yet, um, often most of us don't want to follow and sometimes we can think of that as Christians, non-Christians. or These people don't want to follow God and these people do. But actually, how guilty are we of that so often that we don't follow as Jesus calls us? And I, this week on Monday, Clive and I were a bit all over the place and, and we felt God just say, come and spend time with me. Come and pray and be in my presence. And we did. And it was amazing. Just this amazing sense of God's peace settled in Um. And we were like, this is brilliant, right, we're going to do this every day this week because this is obviously what God's calling us to, we really need this. And then on Friday, we said, why didn't we do that every day? We said we were going to sit and pray every day. and We didn't, even though we knew that that's what God was leading us to and that's what we needed. But we're so easily distracted. And it says um, in Isaiah 53, 6, all we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned everyone to his own way and it's so true of us so often and yet it says that when the Holy Spirit comes, when we actually do turn our eyes towards Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes, we get that sense of quietness and strength and calm in the face of difficulty and frustration. And I'm talking so fast, I'm sorry, I'm very aware of time. I'm going as quick as I can. Um, And obviously all of this is for our good and our benefit, but also for his name's sake. He is for his credit and his glory. And I just very quickly just want to skip to application, because me personally, when I hear things like this, I think that's really nice. Thanks very much. But what does that look like? And what it looks like is for each of us to say, will, will I follow as God leads me to green pastures and still waters? And will I allow his presence to restore my soul? Will I allow his word to nourish me? And will I be led by God into holy obedience? And the cost is just our time, our attention, and our surrender to Him. But it's so worth it. And so that is our challenge this week, I guess. Will we surrender to Him and give our time and our attention to our? our God and our saviour that he might restore us and nourish us.